Welcome to the BizTimes MKE podcast and our weekly debrief. I'm Arthur Thomas, Managing Editor at BizTimes Media, and I'm joined on this week's episode by BizTimes Editor Andrew Wyland. Andrew, how are you doing? Good, good. Um, I know I always comment on the weather, but boy, it's hard not to. <laughs> Man, it's spring is going to come and stay at some point. I was at a track meet yesterday, and it was actually nice. I enjoyed that. So I'll just cling to that while it's raining cats and dogs out here again. Yeah, we'll we'll get to some good weather. We'll I told someone, you know, we'll have our two weeks of of uh nice spring slash summer before the heat and humidity hits and we'll be lamenting, you know. Yes, yeah. The uh you know, that we that it's too hot and it's it's really the humidity that makes it hot. Um but let's uh let's dive in here. Let's dive into our insider story spotlight. That's a chance for us to highlight some of the stories that were available only to BizTimes insiders. Uh, insiders get access to all the stories on our site, plus some other benefits, discounted admission to some of our events, things like that. Uh, if you are already an insider, thank you very much. That helps support our work and what we do. If you're not an insider, consider signing up. Go to biztimes.com, click on the subscribe button, the equivalent of $8 a month you can get access to all of our stories and those discounted event admissions, other things like that. Andrew, what is your insider story spotlight this week? Uh, this week, uh, I'm, I'm going to have Dateline Palmyra um, isn't, a, isn't a very common dateline uh, for us, but there's a, there's a company um, in Palmyra, Standard Process, which is a manufacturer of whole food-based nutritional supplements um, we had a nice story this week that they're, they're expanding. Um, always good to see a manufacturer expanding, building a 10,000 square foot addition um, to the company's juice process building. Um, this is on a certified organic farm. And what they're doing this for is to have a, it, it's for a dryer that's going to be used to dehydrate juice. Um which is pressed from whole foods while, while preserving nutrients. So you know, it's an interesting company that I think kind of flies under the radar in, in a small community um, that people might not think about a lot, but it's, a, it, it's nice to see a company like that um, growing. So it's a, you know, really good news. Certainly. Yeah. I always tell people we like telling the stories of growth better than the ones of, of contraction or layoffs or things like that. It's much more enjoyable to write about things that are uh, going well. My insider spotlight story this week is more on a, uh, I guess, a type of insider story we've been doing. Andrew, you've been putting this together, uh, comes out every week in our real estate weekly newsletter. Uh, it's a story on the recent real estate transactions. So you're assembling, whether it's sales, leases, um, things like that, that brokers, um, share with us, you're assembling all that in one spot for people to check out and see what, what office or building trends are happening, see what transactions have taken place. So just want to spotlight that we're doing that. And that's kind of the, you know, kind of thing you can get through insider stories, um, information that may not be available elsewhere or may not all be assembled in one spot elsewhere. Uh, so if you're out there, if you're an office broker or industrial broker or in the commercial real estate world and you have transactions, feel free to share those with Andrew, um, andrew.wyland at biztimes.com. 
keep his inbox nice and full because I'm sure you don't have plenty of other email in there. But if you're interested in those transactions, uh, check those out. Um, yeah, and well. I, I know, and I know a lot of people are. Um, and, and this is a place where you know we we do get a number of announcements from commercial real estate brokerages about deals they're doing. Certainly, um, major deals become big stories. But um, you know, we get a lot of announcements about deals of all shapes and sizes, big, medium, and small. And this is this is a new place that's a one-stop shop to see you know the, the leases and sales that are being announced by commercial real estate brokers. Uh, they're all there, and, and this this new feature is just a it's just a weekly summary of all the deals that are being announced. You know, includes information like you know who the brokers were that were involved in the deals. And, uh, you know, I know there's a lot of interest in, 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 you know, in the marketplace in terms of deals that people have heard of, or maybe didn't hear of and seen that they went down and what's happening. And this is a place to find out what's, what's going out, what's, what's happening on the street in, in the real estate world of, of Southeast mm-hmm. Wisconsin. Yep. Yeah. Especially for, you know, the big deals, like you say, get the attention, but the, you know, the small deals are, uh, kind of underpinning of of the market and help um, right. keep things moving. And that's kind of the, the bread and butter. Right. So uh, we'll switch to our big story of the week, which uh, I guess is a, a real estate transaction of sorts. For sure. Not in Milwaukee, um, but involving Milwaukee tool uh, who opened their new um, Chicago office um, this week in the old post office building. This is a story we first reported on back in October we had Milwaukee Tool President Steve Richmond at our manufacturing event. He told me they were opening an office in Chicago, so we were the first to report about that. Uh, I think about 150 or 25 employees are going to have there. One new detail we got this week, they invested about $14 million in that, um, and really it's an effort at recruiting talent. This is a company that's been growing like crazy in recent years. We've documented that both on this podcast and in stories over the years, uh, they've, their revenue keeps going up and they're um, one thing after another. Um, but uh, they moved into this new office um, in Milwaukee or in uh, Chicago. Um, and it's just hard not to look at that and say, ah, I wish that office was also in Milwaukee. Yes. They're growing like crazy. They're putting a presence in downtown uh, but wouldn't it be nice if there was an extra 70,000 square feet um, in that downtown Milwaukee office and it wasn't in Chicago, right, Andrew? Yeah, for sure. I mean, Milwaukee Tool is one of the biggest success stories in in the, the Milwaukee area business world right now. It's a big company. It's been growing by leaps and bounds. Um, they've expanded their Brookfield uh, campus a number of times. As you mentioned, they're establishing a downtown Milwaukee office. They're establishing a campus in Menominee Falls, or even uh, they've been creating a manufacturing uh, facility in West Bend. So they're one of the brightest stars uh, in the Milwaukee area business world right now. And it's tremendous for the Milwaukee economy. Um However, you know, having them open an office in Chicago, you know, it, it demonstrates a lost opportunity for Milwaukee. Um, you know, I mean, we reported our, our story this week said that the space they have down there has room for more than 250 employees. 
I think they told us in the fall that they were looking at 150. So it's clear to me how, exactly how many employees they're going to have, but you know, maybe start off with 150 and room for a, it could grow to 250. But the point is, a lot of employees, high-paying jobs, um, you know, and, and the reason they're doing this is is, is that you know it's a talent. You know, they have been just. They need engineering talent, and they have been just beating the bushes everywhere to find it. And they have positions that they just haven't been able to fill. I know they go to a number of universities. They go to universities in other states to recruit talent. And their thinking was, if we have an office in Chicago, that'll help them attract talent um, that maybe they haven't been able to attract to the Milwaukee area to fill open positions. Um, I have to say. Um, you know, I saw photos of their event that they were opening this office and, um, you know, they had a, there's a gigantic banner of the company's logo and, you know, there's something about Milwaukee tool, you know, their, their logo simply is the word Milwaukee, you know, written in script. And for me seeing that logo at an event at an office in Chicago, Illinois, and having Chicago officials down there celebrating and saying, welcome to, welcome to Chicago. I know this is good for the company. Don't get me wrong, but um, my Milwaukee inferiority complex cropped up. I mean, it's like it made my stomach turn. Honestly, (laughs) it made me me sick to my stomach. it's It's Milwaukee. There it is. Milwaukee, the word Milwaukee in Chicago. So you understand why the company's doing it. And again, it's a tremendous success story that's been doing nothing but great things around here. So, you know, they they are just a shining star. But that what that office represents a huge missed opportunity for the Milwaukee economy. It says that this company, one of our best companies, simply isn't able to attract the talent it needs, and needs to open an office in Chicago to do so. And those jobs and that talent could be, and frankly, should be in Milwaukee. But the company has, realizes that it's been unable to, to find the talent here or to get the talent here. So they have to have an office in Chicago. I, I think that's an indictment of our economy. That's an indictment of, quite honestly, our higher education system, that we're just not producing enough talent for this particular company. So it's just, it's too bad. It's a big missed opportunity. Um, and, but there's something extra about just having a company named Milwaukee and a brand like that in Chicago. It just, uh, <laughs> it, uh, it hits the civic pride a little bit, you know? Yeah. It'd be different if it was Rockwell or Johnson Controls or Generac or someone else, but having it be the, that name kind of adds, adds to it. And like you're saying, you, you understand what the company is doing it for and you can't, I mean, it's not like they're not investing locally. we got the, the downtown office. Yeah, absolutely. Steve Richmond serves on, you know, he's on boards of, you know, nonprofit. He's involved in things like that. They're involved in the community, all of that. Um, but it's more to, you know, where we're at. And it also speaks to not getting, you know, those kind of offices coming here, whether it's for, you know, pick your tech company, pick your, East Coast, West Coast company that wants to open, uh, you know, a satellite office and picks 
um, Milwaukee for it um, because they can get the talent here. Um, you know, we had uh, one of the recent podcast episodes was David Reeves who brought a um, an open gov office here. I think the plan was to get to a hundred people total. I think there were at least 50 um, when he departed the company. Um, but I mean, there you have an example of someone who said, you know, I'm not going to, I, I'm getting calls about taking CEO roles and I'm not um, taking them unless I can put an office in Milwaukee, in Wisconsin, um, which, you know, that's, that's great to hear um, that someone who's, you know, potentially taking on prominent roles in the tech world would want to, you know, make the case for Wisconsin and to be an advocate for Wisconsin like that. Um, but it speaks to the challenges we have um, in attracting and retaining people uh, to the state. And we've talked recently about the population numbers and, you know, the lack of growth. Um, and this is where it shows up in, you know, doesn't necessarily show up in, in wholesale, you know, big moves of companies out, but 100 jobs here, 200 jobs there, you know, other 50 jobs there. Suddenly you're talking about big numbers. Um, it adds up quickly. Um, and that's growth that happens elsewhere. It's economic activity that happens elsewhere. Yeah, and, and, and these are quality jobs. These are really quality jobs. So that's what, what makes it really sting. Um, like you said, we've talked about this before, but and I'll just keep beating the drum. I, I don't care. Um, it's all about talent. You know, it, it's, it's our, our region is competing with, competing with every other region in the world for talent. And if our economy is going to grow and therefore the, the quality of life here is going to improve and this, this area is going to thrive, we have to be a place that attracts talent and can, can develop and, and can attract talent. Communities with talent are going to win the economic wars, the economic game, and the communities that don't have it are going to lose. It's really, it, 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 that's mm-hmm. it's kind of easy to say that. What's much more complicated is how to actually go actually about doing know, it. achieving the, the, the talent victory. We yeah. don't have sunny beaches, uh, you know, so we have a weather disadvantage. We have many other fine qualities though, as a community that, that we all know and love about living here. But um, we have got to work on, you know, whatever, every front possible to make this a place that can develop and attract more talent. Mm-hmm. It's a combination of quality of life. It's a combination of a business friendly environment. Um, you know, it's a combination of having a, a community that's welcoming to all types of people. Um, there's just, you know, and, and it's the education system. So it's a lot of different issues. It's complicated. There's no magic bullet, but it's something we've really got to think about all the time. Every single decision that's made, this has got to be in people's mind. What, what, how is this going to help us attract talent to make this a strong community that will attract others and will attract businesses and support the businesses that are already here? We don't do that we're going to just we're going to lose on opportunities and, and the milwaukee tool office again from a for the company's point of view what they're doing makes sense but our community should be seeing that and should just be if it doesn't sting to you to see milwaukee tool opening an office in downtown chicago um you, you really got to re-examine what's going on in your mind that that should be a, a red flag should go off and say man we we missed out on that 
Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and it just shows that we need to redouble our efforts to be a place where talent wants to be. Yep. This is a subject that's kind of in a, in a story I'm actually working on now. And in talking to folks about it, um, one of the points made, you know, this is this talent challenge is a, a challenge that exists everywhere. It's a traveling challenge. That's something we heard um, in the case of as Wisconsin was trying to land the Intel um, semiconductor mm-hmm. project, right? That that talent is an issue that that exists everywhere. So it's it you know companies are gonna have to solve it everywhere. Um, but the the key point of that is the regions that figured out now will be better positioned in the future to c- continue to grow um, versus the ones who don't, who will fall behind. Um, so as much as it's a challenge everywhere, you have to solve it um, to kind of be able to get ahead. The other point that some people have made to me, um, there's this idea floating around, uh, I think actually Mayor Johnson you know, kind of embracing this campaign of of Milwaukee growing to 1 million Milwaukeeans um, up from, what are we, 560, 570, right? 570,000, somewhere in that neighborhood now. Um, and, you know, the idea of, you know, that if that's the goal, if we're, if, you know, whatever number you set it at, but if growing the region is the goal, then that should be kind of a lens through which almost every decision gets made. You know, is this going to help grow our population? Yep. Um, and if you're making every decision through that kind of lens all the time, it adds up to growth in long term. Because it doesn't that these this isn't a flip the switch kind of problem. It's a right. it's a dial that slowly turns, and you know you might you know turn around and look and say, oh, Milwaukee's population is up to six hundred fifty thousand. I mean, that'd be a huge difference. You know, if Milwaukee had seventy thousand more more people, that'd be a lot. Um, to add to the city, yeah, maybe. it would, and 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 that human power um, just is is the fuel to to drive the economy. So, um, you know, like you say, there's no there's no one thing, there's no switch, there's no button. It it takes incremental steps done, again, uh, many many decisions made to get us going in the right direction. So. It just it starts though with being aware. I, I think acutely aware of the problem in terms of talent attraction and 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 population growth and all that. And I, I just feel I don't, you don't hear enough talk about it. It just seems like there isn't a lot of attention paid to it. So I'm happy to beat the drum on it, and uh, we'll continue doing so. And we'll see. We'll we'll we'll. We'll talk about it again. I'm sure we'll see what happens, but we'll 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 continue to be focusing on this. Yeah, and well, let's let's start in the short run. Let's hope the Milwaukee Bucks can uh, get a little revenge for your, the Milwaukee inferiority complex we oh, have man. by uh, you know pulling out this series against the Chicago Bulls. Uh, that'll be that'll be a nice small start. We'll yes, that would help. That would that be a little that'll, little something. That'll be something. A lot. That'd be big something. So yeah. Well, we'll leave it there though. Um, Andrew, thanks for joining me this week on the weekly debrief podcast. We'll talk to you again next week. All right. This is Dan Meyer with BizTimes Media. You've been listening to the BizTimes MKE podcast. For more business news and insights, be sure to go to biztimes.com and subscribe to any of our daily e-newsletters and our magazine, BizTimes Milwaukee.